All right. Okay. I have no idea what we're supposed to be talking about. Same. <laughs> Going to be a good old normal side quest. They've got a... Woot's got a certified reconditioned Xbox Series S with Razer Kraken X wired headset bundle for twenty or two two hundred sixty nine ninety nine. I don't I don't need the headset like no, yeah. those aren't even good. Uh, let's look at the slick deals for Xbox Series S. Uh, yeah, not a whole lot going on. Part of me is just like, just get the Series X. Like, <laughs> you're well, then you have a 4K Ultra Blu-ray player and stuff. Well, that's what the PlayStation. Well, I guess you have that. In, yeah, but I mean, what if he wants it in different rooms? Fair point. Fair point. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't know. It's nice having the Game Pass stuff on a TV. Yeah, and, I've uh, thought about that. It makes it more likely for me to play. I was playing a little bit more of that Euden Chronicle game, the Sweet Coden spiritual successor kind of prequely thing from that Kickstarter. Um, and there's a whole lot of other stuff to play. You know, I have not played nearly as much tmnt shredder's revenge as i've wanted to um and there's a lot of other cool stuff i did buy the first plague tale on on steam to play it before the sequel comes out on game pass uh next month but i have not played it yet so (laughs) but yeah death loop just hit game pass as well yeah, definitely. Uh, that's worth playing. But yeah, uh, what else could we talk about right now? Trying to think of what else I've been doing. You went to a concert? I did. I went and saw Sunny Day Real Estate at St. Andrews Hall. How was that? Uh, for those who don't know, Sunny Day Real Estate is a band out of Seattle, uh, early 90s, late 80s, early 90s, same come up as Nirvana, uh, and Nirvana stole some members of Sunny Day periodically, uh, and the Foo Fighters as well, following Nirvana's ending, um, and there's some bad blood between Sunny Day and Google, uh, and uh, and the Foo Fighters. Google. <laughs> Goog, I was going to say Goog, the Google the Goog, the Goog Fighters. <laughs> yeah. But uh so it it was the show was great. It was awesome. They played a little bit of everything off of all their albums. Very well balanced set. Um you could tell you could tell this was an older generation of like musicians because they were having a tough time with some of the vocals just because like these guys don't have stamina like they used to. I mean, your vocal cords are are a tool just as much as anything else or an instrument that needs upkeep and you know, maybe they haven't been taking the best care of themselves over the years who am I to say? I don't I don't really know, but they definitely there was a little bit of struggling in some of the high notes, but overall the show was fantastic. They uh, Sunny Day ended up killing the power at St. Andrews Hall, and like they had a huge power outage. 
which is pretty <laughs> pretty funny and that actually ended the show uh Damn. it was their encore that they, at least well, they made it good, through their least, main yeah. they made it through their whole <laughs> set got to the encore and, and, it, and it fizzled out but uh at one point in the show i don't remember what song they were playing but this is probably my favorite moment of the whole show and i'm sitting there they finished playing a song everybody's clapping this guy behind me just yells out i'm 43 and i fucking needed that and he, you could you could just hear how heartfelt that was in his voice and it was just so funny and so great because uh, they're considered sunny day is considered one of like the the forefathers of like emo music like true emo i'm not talking about like the panic at the disco email bull emo <laughs> bullshit from like the 2000s i'm talking like old school emo you've got like the get up kids and sunny day and you've got mineral and Appleseed cast who was the opener for uh sunny day real estate is also considered part of that even though they came along a lot later uh but they have a lot of those roots in the old emo sound um but overall you could probably you could probably loop in sunny day as being part of the alt rock grunge scene too because they did have like the heavier crunchy guitar tones and things like that going on um not nearly as grungy as nirvana but um and currently i believe a few members from the original sunny day real estate are still playing with the foo fighters if i'm not mistaken i could be wrong about that i haven't looked in a long time but the um yeah, their, their set was great, though. It was awesome. And I bought a really sick poster and a hoodie because I don't have any hoodies that fit me anymore because I lost 40 pounds. And I bought a T-shirt and it just it was cool. Cool seeing a show again in a venue that I've kind of grown up in. I've been going to shows mm-hmm. at St. Andrews Hall for the better part of 20 years now. 25-ish years, maybe. Um so it was very cool to be there again and they just recently reopened because uh a couple months back they it was their building was marked as being condemned or something along those lines because the floor was going to give out at a show that they were holding wow Mm -hmm. so they they had to have the whole floor like reinforced re-reinforced and uh it was the cleanest i've ever seen st andrew's hall the whole place it smelled (laughs) it smelled new which was great because normally it smells like bleach and vomit so I'll Ugh. take I'll take like the polyurethane smell over bleach and vomit any day. But yeah, it was a great show. I went with Tom and Ricky. Uh Tom thought it'd be funny. He was like, I almost rented an Astro van so that we could drive down here like in the old days. <laughs> Cause that's what nice. we used to drive my Astro van to all of our shows there. And it was a total trip going into the shelter. Like the shelter is the venue underneath for those who are not familiar, underneath St. Andrews Hall. And my previous musical endeavors have played the shelter a few times and it's some of my favorite memories are down in that venue so um very very cool to be there again and to see shows and to see how it's changed and it's completely cashless they don't allow any cash like you gotta everything's credit cards which is a huge change from what it used to be because the last time i was there they wouldn't let you use credit cards so yep (laughs) they've completely flipped Interesting. And, uh, yeah, I just, uh, it's a great venue to see music in, in Detroit if you're ever here and somebody's playing St. Andrews Hall because it's not big. It is very small. It's probably a thousand square feet max. I think they can fit maybe a couple hundred people in there. I don't really know. They've got a balcony too, and the balcony can fit like maybe a hundred people on it. Like, it's very small, very intimate. 
there's not a single bad spot to stand unless you're completely off to the side of the stage and a giant speaker's blocking your your view but there's like everywhere is a great place to stand and it the room sounds good the got sound guys know their shit it's a it's a great great venue so yeah that's what i did last week and then i just uh we went to the auto show this morning just for oh, yeah. Meg, megan's mom had tickets uh so we went to the auto show and had a good time down there. Took the baby to see the giant rubber ducky. And uh, they have like some dinosaur exhibit we went to. And we walked through the show floor like very briefly because Eloisa wasn't having it. So Yeah. And I, I remember spent, the auto show being extreme sensory overload when I went. It's, when we were it's way like it's way more dumbed down from that now. Okay. Like it's not there's way more open space from what it felt like at least. From my from the last time I was there, which it has been, I was gonna say, where is probably, it even at now? Right? Is it's it, in it's in well, it's still Kobo, but okay. it's now the Huntington Place or something sure, like that. Yeah, it's yeah. not called Kobo anymore, and uh, it still feels the same going in there. But it's it's very much like it seems more spread out, which I'm sure the pandemic had something to do with that. Yeah. Um. Well, and they also moved it from being in the middle of winter to being in the summer. So I At don't the know end of summer, the, right? Which is kind of weird. Time frame switch. It's, I think it's brilliant because then you can people that cars visit Detroit outside. might actually see that it there's some cool stuff to do and places to go. And in the dead of winter, you just want to get in and out of the hall. <laughs> yeah, and well, and they had like a big monster truck thing outside, like in Hart mm-hmm. Plaza, and supposedly Mayor Hawthorne was going to be playing a free show in Hart Plaza, yeah. and so they've got all kinds of stuff going on down there. But it's like the last time I went to the auto show, um, you still had Pontiac as a brand, and you had like all of these other brands of brands, like in their mercury and everything like it was it was all of the brands of cars and it, like the the auto industry has like condensed itself quite a bit and i would assume in the next decade it'll condense even further as internal combustion engines disappear and electric takes over um but there was obviously like a big big to do about electric cars so there were electric cars all over the place you know we i got to see the the f-150 lightning up close and personal i i spent ten dollars to enter myself in a raffle to win one so fingers crossed there you go i gotta win that truck before andy gets his mach <laughs> that's that's my goal the goal um and I got to see the Maverick in person, which is cool because I haven't seen a Maverick in person yet. And it's such a cool little truck. Like, and it yeah, doesn't even. Nice. I thought to myself when I first Ooh. saw them compare the sizes of the three Ford trucks, the F 150, the Ranger, and the Maverick, you see them all side by side and you're like, that is a tiny truck. But you actually see it in person. And you're like, no, that's a good sized truck still. Like, it's it's still a good. It's, it's built on the Bronco chassis. So it's still a decent size. Or Bronco Sport, I should say. Um, it's built on the Bronco Sport chassis, so it's still a decent sized vehicle. Um, but it's just a cool looking little truck, and it, it won some award too this year. I don't even know. It was one of the. It was the Maverick Lariat version that won some twenty twenty two, whatever car and driver. I don't even know. But saw that in person, and we went over to the Jeep exhibit, and they actually had uh, in the Jeep exhibit a very large open area with like. Uh, they were had people driving in jeeps over like rough terrain and they had like a scaffolding thing that had like a pretty steep angle that you could drive the jeep up and over 
Huh. Like, and I'm assuming, mm. like, I don't know if you actually got to drive and they, I'm assuming they just put drivers in the car and then you get to sit in and they take you through this like little, it's, it's almost like a roller coaster sort of thing. Yeah. But it was really cool to see these Jeeps inside, like, and I'm pretty sure they were all electric Jeeps because you can't have, you're not going to put internal combustion engine, like, cars Indoors. inside. Yeah. yeah. So they're driving all these Jeeps up and over this. Thing. It was very cool. Very cool thing to see. Um, but we didn't we didn't look at much. A lot of the new Toyota cars are cool. The, those look sweet. Uh, they have this this like acid green color, and they had a a, a um, one of the Toyota trucks in that acid green color. And it, I'm just like, man, that is a sick color. And Megan's like, yep, it's gonna make me puke. It's pretty gross. Like, you know, <laughs> and I was like, no, it's sick as in cool. Like not sick as in I'm gonna throw up. Sick like is in nope, red. It, it's it's a it's a wicked cool color like I mean and, and then they saw I saw this Bronco it had a bunch of red body panels and then it had the white roof and then it had a like the grill on the front of the car that says like Bronco across the front was all in white too and I'm like man like that what a what a dope looking car like they they started doing all these cool custom shit to these cars I, I'm assuming it's part of like the whole you order your car online now and like we'll deliver it to you kind of shit where like you literally get to order the car that you want like you get to customize it how you want directly from the manufacturer now mm-hmm. so it they, they just had some really cool color combos going on with some of these cars and then uh, yeah and then we went they had a, oh they had the car from dumb and dumber the dog car <laughs> Oh really? I, mean, I wanted to take a picture next to that, but I didn't get a chance. I'm kind of bummed. I, I should have done that. And they also had some of the Jurassic Park cars, and they had um, the the Ecto one from one of the latest Ghostbuster movies. I think it's the one with with the women Ghostbusters, where it was a it was a hearse instead of an ambulance. Mm-hmm. Does that sound about right? Because I, I didn't see so. that one yet. I still haven't seen it. Um, but they had that there. They had a couple other like movie cars around, which was pretty cool. So nice. But. Yeah, that I, that's twice in one week I went downtown to like do something. And uh, Detroit's such a cool city, man. It's uh, it's pretty rad. I miss being down there. Yeah, I was down there last weekend, and uh, it's definitely uh, not what it used to be in a good way. Yeah. I feel. <laughs> um, it's crazy when you see some of the aerial shots of it and like you realize how much of the city is no longer a city and it's just like empty everything because mm-hmm. Detroit's massive. Oh, like yeah. you, you could take like three of the largest cities in America and put them within the bounds of Detroit and Detroit's still bigger than them combined. And that's crazy. Detroit is huge huge but the currently inhabited area of detroit is actually very small in relation yeah, mm-hmm. to what the actual city bounds are and people don't really realize that it is a it is a fucking cool city though man like it is it's it's no chicago in terms of like walkability and everything that goes on down there but it's pretty damn close it's got a lot going for yeah, it yeah that people mover though I'm actually like they announced <laughs> Um, plans to connect even more of that greenway. Um, That's cool. Which includes like the DeQuinder cut and um, like the river side area. I don't remember what it's called exactly. Riverfront, I guess. Uh, yeah. They're connecting that to um, uh, Southwest, basically, like Mexican town area. 
So you're going to be able to go from, and then they're connecting all of that to, to like the edge of Dearborn. So it's going to be wow. like 20, 27 miles, I think, that you can go continuously on a path wow. and not That's deal sweet. with traffic. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. It'll Within still that. be massively delayed somehow because there's always a way. Like those people who drive in the queue lines path, you know? Yeah. Like, get get the fuck out of the yeah. way of the giant rail car. <laughs> Maybe they shouldn't have put it in the road, but whatever. <laughs> I, I I really, I would love to see that expanded to be more useful. Like, that's my dream, is to be able to take a train from here, like, straight down Woodward to Detroit, but that's never going to happen. That was the original plan, but... Trains. That was the original plan, was to have it extend up to, like, Bloomfield Hills, but it was... yeah. There was so much pushback from all the su- too much the racism, yeah. classism. Yep, and that's just sad, man. Because like, there's so much to see downtown. Mm-hmm. I used to like I purposely when I was when I was still at Wayne State, like I would purposefully drive down Woodward so that I could see all the cool buildings and everything on my way down instead of taking 75 because 75 yeah. is boring as hell. Plus, there's, also, there's always an accident on 75 it, at 3 or construction or construction. It's still under construction now. Mm-hmm. And if this is any indication how poorly organized and engineered the road systems are here in Michigan, like the the company that built 75's like big northern expansion had to rip up and replace the entire thing because they cut a corner putting in the wrong kind of asphalt. Or something like that a few yeah. years back. So what was going to be like a, a two or three year project has now turned into a six or seven year project because they because they they did it to cut corners and to get it get the job done faster because in the construction world you get bonuses if you complete a project in less time than you estimate and things like that. Like they they also up. had a, a setback with that whole project because some dumb truck that was too tall tried to go under a, a bridge. Yeah. <laughs> and like took it out or part of it. I mean, I'll never forget when they, that nine mile bridge went out because that one truck like went and hit up, went up the embankment and hit the side of the bridge and the whole mm-hmm. thing ignited in flames and it torched the whole road. It took down the entire like over overpass. Like, shit's fortunately, crazy. somehow nobody died. <laughs> nobody died. Not even the guy who ran the truck into the embankment. Like, yeah. This every is a time, weird side time, quest. I know. This is the every time I drive over quest. one of those overpasses, I'm like, I wonder if this one is seconds away from falling apart like the rest of them. Because well, the only reason that one fell, I mean, it was like I think the the heat from the burning underneath it is what really set it off. But mm-hmm. I, I don't mean, know. The, infra- though. the I infrastructure mean, is pretty bad, notoriously mm-hmm. everywhere yeah, right now. So. There's a road in uh, Pontiac that they just closed because the bridge is just too run down. It's like it's not safe to drive over anymore. Pontiac's another place that's going to have a big... It's They're going to have a big renaissance pretty soon, I feel like. I sure hope so. I was down there um, last weekend because I actually... I bought tickets to... Uh, there's a theater down there that I didn't even know was there, actually. It's like a block from the Crowfoot called the... You say down Flagstaff there, but Pontiac Strand. is like up there. It's like northern. Yeah, okay. Well, I was in downtown Pontiac, north of us. Um, <laughs> to get tickets, I'm gonna go see. Uh, so you were uptown. Yeah, 
I was uptown. I downtown. went uptown, uptown to Pontiac. To um, I'm gonna go see Suspiria, the movie, the original one, with Dario Goblin. Argento film. Yes, Goblin is going to be there. The peop- the uh, legendary band that did the, uh, did the score for that yeah. and lots of other movies that you guys have seen. Um, they're going to be there. They're going to do the score live and then they're going to play some other songs after the movie, I guess. So that's, that's pretty, pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. And it was only like 40 bucks. That's not too bad. That's great. That's great. <clears throat> um, I saw that anyways, really wanted to go to that. Yeah. Um, I was down there, up there in up to uptown in, uh, I was uptown in Pontiac. downtown. And it's just like, it's a Friday at like, I think it was there maybe three o'clock on a Friday and it's just like a ghost town. Yeah. There's nothing, mm-hmm. but it, the buildings are cool. In the ghost town. <laughs> and it, it has like such a cool like setup. It could be cool, but it is just being squandered <laughs> like this episode. I oh, love Pontiac, boy. man. It's such a cool, like I lo- used to love going to Clutch Cargos to see shows there. I don't even think yeah. Clutch Cargos is still around. I think that's been turned into a mega church or something now. Like they actually, they they were a church that became a venue that is now a church again. <laughs> so, uh, but so I, I did buy, life. I, I bought, I bought tickets for uh, Tom and me and Megan and Allison to go see Copeland play at the Pike Room. Uh, if you don't know Copeland, another one of the they're they're an early two thousands emo band, but one that doesn't suck. So we'll start there. Uh, and they recently released an album. Uh, I believe it's called Revolving Doors. Was that what it was? Uh, I'm gonna look it up right now. Um, it just came out. Yeah, Revolving Doors just came out like a week or so ago. And they took a bunch of their greatest hits and they actually performed them with uh, the Philadelphia Harmonic Orchestra or something like that, essentially, along those lines. And it's awesome. But they, they're doing a tour to support the album release and they are planning on hitting the Pike Room, which if you have not been to the Pike Room, it is basically the size of your living room. Um, it is a tiny venue with a bar and it's another one of my favorite places to play i'm a huge fan of it um yeah so i'll be up in i'll be uptown downtown in the ghost town for that one <laughs> to see that that'll Have be you a fun stayed one. up on cave-in john uh i haven't really stayed up on cave-in i know steven brodsky the lead singer has another band called mutoid man which is like pretty awesome hmm. um and they just i think they have a new album coming out too mutoid I've, man uh, oh i've heard that uh it, Kaven put out a 2022 album may 20th i've heard it's very good i haven't listened to it yet oh so i haven't of, i'd had no idea i will have to check that out because i am a Kaven fan but specifically yeah. i really liked um perfect pitch black perfect pitch black was good but i think jupiter and antenna were my favorites mm. Because I like that kind of space rocky, like, whatever you want to call that thing they did at that point. Um, yeah, they've had a couple of albums come out since that, since even Perfect Pitch Black. They've had yeah, three Yeah, they albums. went on hiatus after Perfect Pitch Black. It looks like they the came The artwork and... for the newest album is dope. I actually, heavy because of them. the artwork, I, lo- I listened to that album. I liked it. It was pretty good. 
heavy pendulum. Yeah, they're the they're cool. Yeah. They're very very cool band for sure. I'm a big fan of Caven, older stuff, I guess at this point. But I'll check out their new stuff. And then another band from the same time is like original Caven Botch. Actually, had a single come out. And Botch has a member, like the main guitar guy who does all the crazy guitar work in Minus the Bear came from Botch. And so when you listen to the new Botch song, you can hear a lot of that weirdness going on with the loop pedal stuff that he does, uh, which I never really picked up in the old Botch stuff, but I get it now. Um, Yeah, there's lots of good music floating around right now. Uh, Where is this? Uh, Mutoid Man. Yeah, I forget which album it was that I really liked. Maybe it was Warmones. I don't remember which one of theirs. They've got they've got well two albums and an EP. But Stephen Brodsky uh, from Caven and Mutoid Man, he's very talented singer songwriter dude. Definitely check out those bands. I do think I think Antenna is probably Caven's best album. It also has some of the coolest artwork because it. It just looks like a, I don't know, like a Russian propaganda poster or something like that. Mm. But yeah, very cool band, good music. I will have to check out the new Caveman album. Maybe we can talk about that next time. Sure. Uh, What else do you guys want to talk about? I asked Nick if he wants to talk about Andor, the new Star Wars Disney Plus series. How many episodes uh, is that going to be? I think it's longer. I think it's like a 12 episode season. Okay. Is, is this a one-off? Totally unnecessary. Uh, I don't know if it's a one-off. I did sure. watch the first three that they dropped all at once on Wednesday, and it was quite good. Now there are Definitely twelve episodes coming. It's supposed to be done November twenty-third. And is She Hulk done now? I don't know. I've been keeping up on. I think probably those are usually only like six. Yeah, I, I think I've watched four episodes of She Hulk. And the first episode, oh, there's was nine okay. She Hulks. Huh. First episode's okay. It, it the third and second and third ones it starts to pick up, but it is it is funny. It's a good show. It's very enjoyable. I and I like it. I like the girl that plays She Hulk. Yeah, she's fun. Her assistant's pretty funny in the show. And uh, yeah, I think there's supposed to be some Daredevil tie-in, and then they've got a new season of Daredevil coming out, which is going to be sweet. Yeah. And they just announced that Froggy's coming back to Daredevil too. So the guy who was his buddy Froggy. Foggy? Will be in it. Foggy. Froggy. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, Matt Murdock's a lawyer. So maybe they'll be battling in the... In the courtroom. In the courtroom. Yeah. That'll be fun. <clears throat> I still need to watch Miss Marvel. I, I tried watching the first episode and I couldn't really get into it. Yeah. I've been kind of stuck on that one because I just haven't been my attention span has been uh cut short by having a child and so yeah that'll uh, that'll happen makes it kind of hard for me to sit down at the end of the day and watch some tv but it happens every now and again yep so anyways that's it for this side quest yep i think i think yeah i think so unless brian you have anything else Nah, I feel like that's a sufficient side quest. Sounds yeah. good to me. It was mostly me talking. It was yep. one of those one of those character centric side quests. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh. Anyways. It was a loyalty mission for John. Yeah. Anyways, 
uh yeah thanks everybody for joining us uh to our patrons who pay early who pay to listen to this early you're the best we love all our listeners the patrons we love you more (laughs) (laughs) we we do play favorites on we do on the midwest podcast network so anyways thanks everybody for listening we will see you next time peace